What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. All up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? a very exciting episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arden Marine coming to you from my bougie garage somewhere in Los Angeles, California. And uh, guys, what a week of boners and hometowns and sweat and humping in fountains. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I'm just going to get right to it because there's so much to break down. We are so excited about this group of people that we have put together today. I'm going to say this is a comedy powerhouse podcast. Um, I'm going to start out with a gal that hasn't been with us yet this season. People, we've missed her. People keep asking for her. I kind of left her alone because, excuse me, somebody <laughs> ran off and get married and stuff. Excuse me. Somebody was all over People Magazine being married um, to her beautiful bride, Jax. You might know her from the Mindy Project. You might know her from Chelsea lately. She also has a great stand-up special on Netflix, which is so funny. She's so charming, so likable. It's called Sweet and Salty. Ladies and gentlemen, Fortune Feimster! What a lovely, lovely intro. Thank you. I've been introed on so many things that are are like people don't even get the gist of who you are right. So I like to give people a proper rollout. Just shove it in their face. It's fucking in your face. How are you, Fortune? I'm so good. Your wedding 
your wedding photos made me so happy. It was it was pretty awesome. We we planned it in like two and a half weeks. We had uh, five of our uh, super close friends that are kind of been potting with us. Yeah, you know, love this. And I saw Jillian we, Bell was there. Jillian Bell was there, and uh, and then we zoomed uh, our families from in North Carolina and Michigan. I mean, I couldn't be happier for you. I oh, love you. Thank you. you. And I'm I love so excited to break down. I'm going to say I feel like they're doing a good job with the season. I feel like the, like the producers are doing it in a pandemic. And yeah. look, we got cardboard taxi cabs and stuff like that. But what are you going to do? We're going to bring in an expert. We're bringing in an expert. This is a gentleman who says he has seen every single iteration except for we found out he didn't watch the goats you know what because he likes himself and he didn't want to jump off the hollywood sign okay he literally has watched he watched listen to your heart which we also watched he watched winter games i'm gonna guess i watched winter games oh yes winter games you we have appointment for jacuzzi that was with clary you say we don't we (laughs) we're gonna have appointment for jacuzzi you didn't mean for jacuzzi you saw we saw you saw ashley i lose her virginity and say she was in seventh kevin with uh (laughs) i was actually there when it happened (laughs) i was in the room where it happened to quote lynn manuel that's actually what uh inspired win manuel he is a comedian my me telling him that story He's a comedian. He's a director. He is a host of the amazing podcast comedy Bang Bang. He also was the host of the TV show comedy Bang Bang. He is the director of Between Two Ferns, and he is the executive producer of Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. He came on this season and just hit it out of the park. So we had to get him back on, ladies and gentlemen, Scott Ackerman. Yeah, Hello. Scott. Oh, he's so I have a question for Fortune. Sorry, yes, you go mentioned for it. the wedding during during the pandemic. Yes. Okay, so I have a theory that people, you know, everyone's postponing their weddings until after the pandemic. But I have right. a, a theory that certain people want to get married during the pandemic, so they don't have to plan a wedding and don't have to invite a bunch of people. Guilty. Was that your experience? Uh, <laughs> well, we were always going to just have like a party. We were never going to do a traditional wedding. Um, but there was a lot of pressure with like, who do I invite? I know a lot of people and, uh, some people, you know, you're like, well, when does the, you know, I hadn't talked to, I was really close with this person, but I hadn't talked to them in like six years. Yeah. You know, you start going, digging, digging. Scott and I would have been on the list. We know we would have made. Yeah. We oh, hell invited. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you interviewed me once. Of course I would be there. <laughs> we would have totally been invited. Scott and I are like, uh, <laughs> super tight. He would have probably been my best man. Um, but, uh, no, I, uh, I, it wasn't quite how I would have planned to do it, but it actually was pretty lovely. I highly recommend a tiny wedding. I I I think any, any wedding is probably lovely and uh, I'm, I'm sure yours was no exception. And no matter how you do it, you'll, you'll remember whatever the particulars for the rest of your life. That's you looked right. great. You were and, smoking. And only I until then. It. And we'll have a party in like a year. So get ready, guys. I'll be there. I love a party and I have steam to blow off. Speaking <laughs> of steam to blow off, this man came in hot. We sucked him in. So the goat episodes, even though they burned me watching them, it was awful 
horrible experience watching and writing them out, but it was a wonderful experience doing the podcast because we were able to lure in people and go, look, we know you don't watch like The Bachelor. Will you watch one really condensed <laughs> weird evening of like Nick Vial? And I believe you had Caitlin and Nick Vial. Were those the two seasons you had? Mm-hmm. So he's never seen any other version of The Bachelor except oh. for all in one evening until this season with both Claire and Tasha. He is the host of the podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist. He also hosts 420 Day Fiance. He did bachelor draft picks with us at the beginning of the season. You guys love him. You demanded him back. We tried to get him earlier this season and he blew us off. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Miles Gray. Miles. Yes, oh, thank you for having me. Fortune, Scott, nice to be uh, included amongst your names. I'm big fans of yours, so this is this is this oh, is great. A, a, a day of Arden a gave you a bunch moments. of compliments and then a slam at the very end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was a bit of an epic text thread. Uh, you know, I was a little late with the response there, and uh, it wasn't a good look. I have no pride though. Like if I, I have I no game. I have no podcast game. If I want you on, I'm just gonna be like you might he wasn't even watching the season and i kind of kept like was relentless absolutely and i and i'm so glad I, I dove in this season because it's it's been really nice it's definitely i was like as i was saying before it feels different from watching those goat episodes those shows like you know i understood the the, the hook of the show but then this season had a very like much more like a deeper emotional quality to it that mm. felt foreign. And I was like, that's am I am I am I, you know, gauging that correctly? Does, is there deeper more depth? Bachelor this season? In Paradise. There's more depth. No. Oh, where do you get to Bachelor Paris? It's the it's to me oh, the, the most important television show ever created. And that includes The Wire and uh, Breaking Bad. Right. <laughs> it's like, that's it's like, right up right. there with it. <laughs> it's the most. Also, uh, you we have, of course, with us, Dr. Tana Banana and Katie Levine also with us. Um, uh, hello, ladies. Were you excited to have your co-host Miles back and hooked into a season? Uh, Miles is actually not my co-host. I would never. Oh wow! Oh, this I is just so awkward. All his shows. Oh, this is so awkward. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. All right, we're gonna yeah. get started. Here we because we have so much to break down. Oh, mm-hmm. fucking Bennett. Bennett was back. Bennett came back. Bennett of the man who at the Mentel All wore a purple scarf and chewed on his glasses like a lens crafters model, <laughs> thinking he's <laughs> nailing it. He comes back, birds are chirping, Tasha's reading a book. The first time we've ever seen anyone read a book on, she wasn't writing in a journal. I don't know what book she was reading, but she was actually reading a book. <laughs> she was overwhelmed and knock, knock, knock. Here comes Captain Harrison back from dropping his son off at college and she's feeling lost and uh, Bennett has just said that he loves her he wants to be back on and he is she has no idea what guy she wants to bring to her hometown but she wants to get married um were you guys excited to see Captain Harrison return from dropping his son off in Texas Scott Ackerman how did you feel did you enjoy Jojo how did you feel I, I I have to say I felt a little bit uncomfortable when Tasha asked Chris Harrison about his experience doing that because Chris Harrison I I don't want to be invited into his life like I'm here for the Bachelor <laughs> and the Bachelorette's lives Chris. but I don't know I, like he when he was saying oh I I 
didn't cry until the very end when he hugged me. I'm like, this is not what I watched this show for. I don't care about your drama, Chris. Get out of the way. That also, that tweaked me because then I also, it was interesting because she didn't acknowledge it at all. She's like, anyway. And I thought, here's Chris Harrison. I felt like trying to show a little bit of any kind of humanity that we've never seen from Chris Harrison. And not only were you not interested in it, I wasn't interested in it, and neither was Dish. <laughs> Go back to your home. To be fair, I, I think it's more of the editors weren't interested because I'm sure she gave him a cursory like, oh, that's so sweet or something. And they just cut it out because no, I mean, they left in, you know, him saying he cried and we're not interested in it. And that's all they can really use. <laughs> now, Miles, this is a, you remember Chris Harrison and his son, Harrison Harrison. That of he course. Dropped off. And, and see, this is where Scott is a bit <laughs> at a bit of a disadvantage because in the goat episodes, I believe that son was forced to be the camera operator. He was in the those camera shoots. operator. In the oh, shoots. no. And it was always the source of like the most awkward shit. They'd come back from break. He's like, I'm Chris Harrison. I got my son here with me yeah. in the studio. And he's wearing like Ugh. basketball shorts. And they were stuck. Chris Harrison's like they shot it like in his office that looks like the lobby of a Ramada Inn. (laughs) So real, and and his son kind of like didn't want to be there. Um, Fortune, how did you feel about JoJo as your host? Did you feel did it did it feel weird to have JoJo roll in? No, I really like JoJo. I enjoyed her uh, season. I think she's a fun, cool gal. Uh, But I really did miss Chris Harrison. I didn't. I think, I, I think that we took him for granted. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that we realized how synonymous he is with that show. I mean, it's been on since I was a child. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, me too. I was just like three. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course. So, yeah. We were all so young. Scott, yeah. Scott and I were in preschool together and it came on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were unsupervised. I was when it first it came on. Sure. But, uh, I missed him. I think he brings a certain just. Uh, I think it's just similar to how Claire's the beginning with Claire. You were like, this doesn't feel like the bachelorette and there's some, they have such a thing. Like, you know, they're things this is what happens in the bachelorette. This is what happens in the bachelors. So when it was like, Oh, this is not how it's supposed to go. We didn't well, care for it. They Same didn't, Chris. they didn't hose down like normally. Okay. Miles, normally they're up at this, like kind this, this mansion up in Calabasas, but that at this I know the point mansion. has been sort of road hard to put away wet. It's like used to be Tuscan. <laughs> it looking. almost got burnt down. It almost got burnt down. And some PA has to like hose down the driveway to like make it like glistening every time there's an arrival. <laughs> um, so so basically the first day, the one-on-one, this one before, we'll sort of power through this first episode so we can get to the horny hometowns. But horny. Blake Blake gets a one-on-one. She needs to make sure that their chakras are aligned. Mm-hmm. So they go, and I never want somebody to greet me like this. Seekers, welcome. My name is Gita. And uh, so she she is a Reiki and crystal master. And uh, so basically they had to do like tantric, like wrapping their arms around each other and legs and staring. And he was so creepy with his like tightly groomed beard, like a Pomeranian, just like, just, he was so creepy. And then he, we found out he got the huge boner and like, so she's probably <laughs> having time on him after we saw that boner, which we didn't see. And I, she did clearly did not want to be there. And he's super horny. Like the whole thing freaked me out. Scott Ackerman, you're the expert. How did you feel about the uh, Seekers Welcome? My name is Gita Re- Re- Reiki and Crystal Master Date. 
Well, first of all, this is the first date where you could really see them running out of ideas of what to do on this one property, yes. you know? And so they they basically just went off to the side of the property and where there was like a dirt patch yes. and this Reka person <laughs> came over. But um, I think the boner of it all was a really important thing that they should not have left to the bloopers because Correct. you're right. She's yeah. staring at this guy getting a boner from just a woman holding a crystal above it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what is she going to do having to climb onto that, you know? And so that's yeah. just an uncomfortable situation that if she's uncomfortable at all, it's, it, I, I, I can, I can tell why she wouldn't be comfortable having to stare into his eyes while that is rubbing up against her. You know, he had a boner when she was doing yeah. that. So he know, talks about, he talks about sex all the time he's as like well, a apparently. Horny Canadian Mountie question. Scott, this is for the, uh, listen to your heart listener viewers. Sure. They ran out of things to do on that. And it wasn't even the pandemic. They were like, you're going on a big date. And it was literally just to go to a rock pile opposite that mansion. And then like have people <laughs> spy on each other. While they- <laughs> That's all their dates. That was all their dates. I felt, I was saying, I felt so bad that like all the other uh, uh, bachelor and bachelorettes travel the whole world. And they're like, uh, here's New York in the driveway. <laughs> Dude, Miles, what is- I, I started. I, I actually started to wonder about that for Tasha. Like, does she feel she got cheated out of a bachelor season, or does she feel glad that she got one? And maybe she wouldn't have got one in any case. You know, if if yeah. this hadn't happened with Claire, I don't know. Right. I thought that on the first, like as soon as it started, I was like, oh, she really got kind of gypped like this. Miles, how did you feel when you watching her having to straddle that boner dude and go eye to eye with a man with that kind of a tight? Do you trust a man with a beard that trims it like that? <laughs> well, before even all that, like when Gita showed up, I'm like, oh no, a white woman <laughs> who's coming at you with energy bullshit, and I was like, this. This is going to be bad. And everything about Gita felt like appropriation for some reason. Like her, I was her braids. I'm like, are you doing some kind of indigenous thing? What's your real name? But I will say this. I did buy a few of those quartz pendulums. Yes. uh, Because I I feel they will help with my erectile dysfunction because that was a fantastic (laughs) ad. I just wave it over and summon the erection like she did. So that felt cool. Uh, but yeah, the, the sort of tantric exercise of like, let's breathe and look so deeply into each other's eyes. That moment where she was like, yeah, so then I kind of stopped feeling it is when my like my cringe factor just enveloped my body. And I was like, oh, please just just end this, please. And she was like breaking eye contact. And I was it felt all kinds of fucked up for me. You do not want to do tantric energy like no. wrap around with like your number seven pick. No. You know, <laughs> you want to do it with number one or two. That's it. Or like has, number- has the just Maybe breathe three. date ever worked for any of the bachelorettes? Yes. I mean, yes. because they yeah, always they get go real sexy. Carly and Evan. When oh, they yeah. remember they had, had that kiss with, the kiss with the longest spit drip where they had to eat that oh. pepper and then they were like in Mexico. <laughs> it worked for them. That changed it. And then that was after he faked going to the emergency room with mm-hmm. the blood. But it was that long tantric thing in Mexico. And now they've got oh, like three okay. kids. If okay. You're super, All right. If you're super into somebody, you want to be, you want an excuse to like straddle 
Yeah. Right? You want to be like, oh, it's for the ex. Gita said we had to. He would, um, it would almost be for the perfect one that you know, like, is like the bad boy or the bad girl that you know you're probably not going to pick in the yeah, end, but you, you wanna, totally want to get into the bone zone. Like, you want to get at it. You want to fuck. Like, you are like <laughs> wanting to, you know, they're a terrible choice. They're super risky, but you know, you want to just like get at it. Like, I th- do think that's why <laughs> certain guys make it to the top three. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. You're like, that's just. Uh, she just really wants to know what that D's like. Right. Like, did Victoria F make it to Fantasy Suites or she got cut after Hometowns? Like, there's certain ones, like Corinne or Victoria yeah. F, that are just like super fucking sexy that you're like, are Miles, you saw Corinne. She was the one with the bounce house on Nick Vial season that had the whip. Oh, cream. yep. Yeah, oh, there's always one right. that's like boner fever. They often don't yeah. win, but they do yeah, but definitely they make it to, to the final the, three. Yeah, the fight. Yeah, I, I wondered about about the dude's boner too. Like, was it not impressive? Because she she was looking at it laughing, and I couldn't tell whether she was looking at it laughing because oh, what a funny situation, or oh, that's not a good boner. That's Anna, a C minus <laughs> boner. Anna, what did you think about the size of the boner? Did you think it was a good size boner or a C minus boner? I mean, she didn't look impressed. She just thought it was funny, which I, I, I wish they'd just shown us. I really was curious. Yeah. I was like the box doesn't seem like it's going too high up over. That's him. the thing. If if I'm ever naked on a TV show, please add an enormous box. You know, <laughs> yeah. just a big yeah. black box. <laughs> you know, like Basically, you know, make it five yeah, times longer. Down. That yes, should be in your you. rider. That should just like it just in case you have to ever disrobe. Right. You always get a gi- like a Giant monster bar. box. <laughs> Or that's just a, show up and assume that he's nude and he has a boner, even if he's clothed, just like from here on out. I just want to appear mosaicked as if, like, just, <laughs> just in case, huge could box. hulk out. Katie, you are always sort of on it. You are always on it with the ween size for our contestants. <laughs> Did you, like, catch any sight before or after? I feel like you freeze frame. I feel like you <laughs> Did you see the big hog or was it kind of a C minus bone? I did notice when he like laid down first, you could see kind of a bulge, but it didn't look insanely big. And honestly, based on the way that he's obsessed with sex, I kind of feel like he has a small dick just because like I feel like he's overcompensating. Our dick expert, you guys. Katie I always Levine, I always notice when they're expert. kissing. I try to look if they have boners, you yeah. know, like remember the, remember the show Blind Date? Remember to always yeah. show them making out? Yeah. And always see their boners and so i just got like trained to look for it (laughs) that's how you do it you know what you learn something new every day in the pandems you guys and this is what we're giving you how to look for the size of the boners boner expert boner experts weighing in (laughs) (laughs) so then she's like okay this isn't happening for me and so she lets him go and she's like and he's like i just need more time i need more time and she's like blank I'm sorry, but I can't get there with you. He's like, but I just need more time. I need more time. Let's just cut to a little bit later. So she lets him go. She starts sobbing in the driveway at La Quinta, like heaving, sobbing. And then (laughs) this son of a gun at Mentel All was such a tool that he was like, okay, I just, I can't get past it. Like, it was just a time thing, right? And she's like, um. Like, no. And like, he wouldn't drop it. He was pushing it. Like, he's crazy, right? Miles Gray, well, no, you're, just as your rookie feeling. Does he, like, that feels cray, right? 
He's just, it's just very sadly horny. You know, it's that sort of phase of evolution where you haven't gotten to that point where it's possible that someone not, might not fuck with you like that. Like his ego is still like, no, it was a time thing, right? It wasn't because I had a weird boner because the crystal summoned it and all this other <laughs> shit. And I'm putting generally, it can't be any of that. Uh, it was a time issue. And like, it's like, no, man, you, you're not at that place where someone could just say, no, I'm telling you, I can't get there with you. And you're like, right, okay. Yeah. That's that. He just couldn't like he there was no accepting that th- that this person was just like, no, I'm I, I don't like this. All right, I, also, I also thought that when she let him go and she was sobbing, I was like, does she actually care for him? But then she said something which a lot of the bachelorettes say, which is it doesn't feel good to send anyone home, right. which is the all lives matter of bachelor nation. Essentially, it's like, you know. <laughs> Right, right. You know, it, it. oh, letting anyone go feels terrible. Not that specific person. I was like, oh, she's just not into it. Well, I think she also realized she had to go cut Riley. Like, I think it was like, okay, it's time to start cutting. The, like, yeah. like, let's just, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. And so I think it was more like, all right, I'm just getting into battle mode. And today I got to just go back to back, just like start to eliminate the ones <laughs> before the rose ceremony that need a special chat yeah Yeah. the the canadian guy right what's his name blake 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 he was like really intense about claire too right yeah and he was angry that he bought a book on dementia yes and he was like i really (laughs) really committed to this i uh bought a book i bought a book Uh, he didn't read it he just bought it he just bought it he's at 1795 mrp i think it's just like a common thing with women that he gets very attached and then doesn't understand why they're not equally as attached you know he's going to be in paradise you know he's going to be in paradise yeah i'm sure that beard that fucking beard okay so that beard that beard has got he looked better at men tell all he looked like somebody had made fun of him on twitter and he like maybe hired like a group and i said this on on the last episode i was on it's his mustache to beard ratio right was was off on there's a fade yeah, yeah, it's too skinny for the mustache. He had to grow the mustache out a little bit. And it's almost Abraham Lincoln. Online. Yes, exactly. There's like a he's like a chin strap of hair. Um, so then so she's sobbing. Um, she comes into the group of guys sobbing, sobbing. Noah, the nurse, goes and gets her a tissue. She's like, I don't know. What am I doing? Riley, can we go talk? <laughs> and so the guys are like what is it? Maybe he's going to give her, maybe he's getting a rose. And some of the guys are like, I don't think he's getting a rose. And so then he, he, she's like, look, I don't want to put you in the position. If my heart is not matching yours, I don't want to lead you on. He was like, how, what am I missing? <laughs> he's like, look, I feel safe with you and I feel comforted. I just can't help but my heart is. Then why did you keep me around so long? Oh. Why not let me be? Why did you keep me around for two weeks? Yeah. What else are you going to do? It's a fucking pandemic. What else are you going to be doing? Yeah. At that point, it was like June. Like I what? I'm sitting in my house right now in my pajamas <laughs> drinking wine. Dude. And then he goes, yeah. and then she, so he goes, he gets sent off. And as people like tweeted us, they're like, they do the, you know, they just send them off in the limo to just do donuts in the parking yeah. lot because they're still going to have to quarantine for the mental health. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> They gotta stay on property. They're driving around Palm Springs. <laughs> They're driving around Palm Springs. With no luggage. He's going right. Maybe back they go to him. like a Seven Eleven as a treat or something. Oh it's my like, god! They get out, but I'll, you could look out the. the you could look out the window. That. They're going antique shopping. Yeah. And so he now he really 
wouldn't drop it. And then he didn't drop it at the mental all. So this is about both Riley and Blake. All right, Scott, let's pretend you're single. A lady breaks oh, up with okay. you. Oh, <laughs> okay. You're a little this will be so That'll hard be for hard. me, but, <laughs> but I'll try saying. to get into that headspace. <laughs> Great. If a woman is like, look, I'm sorry, Scott, like how much are you going to push it and not let her break up with you? Like you these know, guys, it, both it, of them, have you ever done that? Maturity when you, I, I think you tend to do that in the early, in your early years of dating where you yeah. just, you, you want something so bad and you just can't drop it. And so you keep trying to like make it work and figure out ways to, to keep pushing it in some way. And, and I think it's a sign of maturity when you can kind of go like, Oh, okay, great. There's going to be other things for me. I'll just move on to someone else. But I, I think, I also think the lure, it's not just the woman, it's the lure of reality show stardom and, right. you know, becoming an influencer right. and all this kind of stuff that they see in their future. If they can only land it, Right. That, you know, it, it makes it doubly hard for them to give up on the dream once they get broken up with. And They're maybe like, they I also be on the cover of People magazine. Yeah. And maybe they also know if they throw down hard that they might make a better like get a better shot now that Paradise exists. Miles, did you get like a thirsty for airtime vibe from either Blake or Riley when they weren't letting her break up with them? Blake definitely because he looks like a weird like Wreck It Ralph side character or something <laughs> with it like his beard shape. And like, and like Riley is like an off-brand Mahershala Ali, uh, like in the tell-all, he definitely just searched Mahershala Ali, like good outfit. Not even great outfit. Yeah, just, I mean, I think it's like a Pinterest board. It's probably like on Pinterest. I bet you if you search Mahershala Ali on Pinterest, that outfit comes up within like five fucking swipes. And I don't know, he... He had a little depth to him. Like his backstory seemed very, I was like, oh shit, okay, this is yeah. this is some shit. Yeah. But yeah, going like, well, what was it was definitely like, okay, come yeah. on now. Just don't, yeah. it's not, don't, don't put them on the spot now because they don't like you. Again, yeah. another moment. They're very, they're sort of very, they're coming from similar places. You but also have to know these, me guys, of, uh, these guys are all on bunk beds every single night. Not really anymore. Uncom- not they're no? not. They, I, think, I think here they each get their own room. They get a hotel room. Oh, they get then hotel who cares? Room. Yeah, you should, you should be living it up, hanging you out should, in the pool. Like, you're in a Waldorf yeah. Astoria that has 44 pools. Fortune, has have you ever fought back if somebody broke up with you? <laughs> yeah, start wrestling. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been like, no? Why? No, because I'm pretty passive. Me too. I, I usually just get would get sad. I'm just <laughs> like, that's fun. <laughs> My esteem I'll isn't okay. high enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think I did the I did the thing where you tried to make it work, like like Scott was saying for a while, trying different things. No, kind of knowing internally it was just making it worse, or it was it wasn't going to work out. And then, but then you kind of I kind of would always know when the nail in the coffin was coming. Brutal. Yeah. So, so she you comes. Just, you're like, can I at least have one more meal? With you, <laughs> go to Hugo's. I don't want to just go to Hugo's, please. Just please. Hugo's once, please. Just go to Hugo's. I need a meal. I, I don't want to co- eat alone. Please, just one more meal. Anything. <laughs> so they go to. She has a rose ceremony, and she's like, "I'm so sorry." She's sobbing sobbing and she's sobbing and talking to herself going oh, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i feel so bad i didn't want to hurt anyone to herself at the at the la quinta and then she comes in and um so all the guys that are there are pretty nice uh and then in walks bennett and he's like hello gentlemen you look like you've seen a ghost <laughs> and he's wearing a purple suit miles 
you wear a purple suit if you've just come back after like getting kicked out and driving around La Quinta for four days? Uh, no, but I will wear a purple suit to my senior prom in the year of our Lord 2003. So that's something. Uh, a fucking five button suit I wore to my prom. That was wow. So high. Wow. Uh, but that's oh, a Colt just, Underwood you know, slash Steve Harvey suit. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Look up like LeBron draft suit. Like yeah. I was wearing that, but in purple, basically. A former, um, we, one of our former uh, bachelors, Colton Underwood, wore LeBron? a suit like that. Oh. LeBron <laughs> yeah. James. He wore that suit. He was a great bachelor. Great bachelor. <laughs> it was just such an insufferable dick. Like, I just, yeah. ugh, like, He's he was so. He was such a like like pseudo intellectual wannabe like mind fucker, but it was so he was just so sloppy with it. Like you know, real mind fuckers get down way smoother than that. Yeah, uh, like, <laughs> coming with like the passive aggressive gifts. Like you know, it was he, he he bugged the shit out of me. But I was a little concerned that he did have a shot when he came back. That was me like sort of my first. Oh, come on, he's yeah, the, she, he did a good I, thing. She kind of liked the preppy guys. She did. John right. Paul Jones, her other, she likes sort of a douchey preppy dude. Like yeah. that's her. He also jam. is very tall and, and very jacked, which you you don't really get on camera that much, I think, you know, but he's like super huge in the upper area. Interesting. So I, I think, I, I don't know, but you know, you, you just have to mistrust a guy who took a look at Revenge of the Nerds and PCU and said, you know, I, I want to be the people that everyone hates <laughs> in those movies. You and know? like he, he built some, he actually called himself. He said, you know, I laughed and I thought I'd just be written off as a Harvard D bag. But uh, it's like he called himself what he is because he knew that it's like, so I just the, the, other, the other part of that quote though, Arden, is he says, I, I was going to come off like a Harvard D bag. So I told her I loved her, oh, which is like, yeah. he only did it in order to look better. Yeah. It's, for the audience it's very it's, weird he it's, reminds me of that guy remember from uh that that landed in the helicopter <laughs> landed uh, in the helicopter which <laughs> from yeah, an no, airplane it's, his name starts with a k <laughs> dr Killian, banana Killian. harrison ford uh, no he was on the bachelorette and he he did the preppy rich thing with the suits and the the hair slicked back and he he had was a he the helicopter villain? dropped him off dropped him off you was guys he, gotta know what I'm was he on the season where with the single mom the blo- emily maynard maybe dr banana you were about to say something your hand was up off after the what harvard fans will uh figure it out you said but harvard anyway, they remind me of each other anna you had Harvard D-bag, I love you. I saw your hand waving. Yeah, no, I also had this memory of the helicopter thing I was trying to figure out. But no, I was going to say when <laughs> when Bennett comes in and he touches Zach and Zach goes, why is your hand on me? I thought that was such a great moment. I got, I got to say, I'm liking Zach more. I know I gave him a hard time in the beginning because I quite honestly, because I just didn't get he he. He wasn't Same. emoting or anything. So yeah. like I, I have to I'm coming around on Zach and I we're not at the hometowns but i felt like he had a lot of personality i mean this guy had this brutal story mm-hmm. he's a success you know he, he beat he had a tumor the tumor got removed like he got taken by addiction and now he's doing well and like i just didn't I mean, my issue was more i didn't know she seemed to really imprint a lot of mystery on him and like he wasn't really saying or doing much no but- he's all on the surface but it's, he, it's all just New York, like, hey, I am what I am. I am who you see. 
It's so weird. And then you meet his family who almost feel like they're from like Iowa. You're like, wait a minute. How do like this guy, Taxi? And then hey, I family... moved to New York one year ago. I love hey. it here. Blueberry <laughs> <laughs> bagel. What do you mean you get blueberry bagel? Blueberry on a bagel, you the son heck? of a bitch. Yeah, like and then his family is like, I grew up on a farm and this is just all very new to me. You're like, wait, what? Katie, I see your hand up. Did you find the helicopter person? I did. His name is Kalen. K-A-L-O-N. I said Killian. I remember that. What yeah, was Emily Maynard? Yeah, you're right. I remember he yeah. sucked. And then he had issues with her because she was a mom. Yeah, I remember it sounded from him too. But they have a very similar vibe. I think that Bennett just kind of stole his... Uh, yeah. His so Tasha's putting on her sexy diamond ankle strap and she comes in and she's like, there's going to be no cocktail party. And she cut Noah and she cut Bennett. And I was so happy that she kept Brendan because I really like Brendan. But I have to say, he's not giving me much. I've been rooting for Brendan. And he's kind of shy. He's a sweet pea, but like, I want a little more. I don't know. He's like... Uh, a he's Nick a Kroll character, guard. if if they were nice, you know, yeah, like he's he's a, 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 basically a nice Bobby Bottle Service kind of guy. So. <laughs> Somebody right. said that he literally looks like um, a character from Dick in a Box, like he's dressed just like the yeah, movie, like Dick in the he Box. Is. Um, uh, Miles, what did so? How did you feel with the people that were cut? So we have going to hometowns. We have Brendan. We have Ben, who has some real red flags. We have Zach, yeah. and then the fourth one is. Ivan. Ivan. Those are four nice guys. Uh, generally, there's mm-hmm. a dickhead in the group. I have to say, she has four nice guys. How are you feeling at this point, Miles, on your first full season? I was surprised. Well, even, you know, from my the GOAT episodes, usually I would carry enough momentum looking at the cast where I go, I don't want this motherfucker to win, or this is all bad. Yeah. And it's true. Like, going into it, I, there is something about him that I like. You know, Brendan, I felt bad because when we did the draft picks, I was like, this guy's a fucking mess. Watch out. Yes. He's going to drink himself into oblivion. He's a roofer <laughs> from Massachusetts. Watch out. And he's like a very sensitive dude. He's so sweet. He's delicate. Yeah. Zach, his sneaker game is bonkers. His so I'm sneaker. like, you know what? Respect to Zach C. Yo, he has... He was he's rocking tr- these Travis Scott dunks that resell for like sixteen hundred dollars. What? So he I'm was like, a basketball. Okay. He was a college yes. basketball player. Wait, what? His his sneaker game. His and he's doing like he's letting sneakerheads know. Like he puts his shoes like <laughs> on the sure furniture and Tasha's like, okay, player. fool. Wait a minute. Wait a but minute. Wait a minute. His sneaker game is is ridiculous. Like respect to Zach's sneakers. Zach, because I know anybody notices the sneakers. Those are sixteen hundred dollars sneakers. Yeah, the ones that he's wearing during the New York date with the backward swoosh, those are the Travis Scott Jordan 1 dunks, and they're just like super This is why we need more men on your show, Arden, because you learn things like this. Come on, Scott. I know. I actually- Yes, I was like, come through, Zach C. No, I decided to mix it up and build a new team. So I like to put friendships together. I build friendships. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So he played basketball. He doesn't look that tall. Or he, that he looks tall when you see. He like was I, was on, he was I was on. I was on Tasha's Instagram okay. today, yeah. and and there's a picture of all five of the of the of the finalists, including Tasha. Yeah. Uh, and you get to really see their heights because on TV you can't really tell. They're always yeah. shooting people in the same from the same angle. Yeah. You get to really and and uh, Brendan is tall. Interesting. No, yeah. uh, you you mean you mean Zach? Uh, Zach. Oh, Zach. Uh, okay, oh, no, yeah. I'm talking about Brendan. Brent, well, okay. yeah. Okay, wait. Zach is the one with the sneaker game. Bren- oh, Brendan is a basketball player. Brendan was a basketball player. Brendan is tall. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Brendan 
was a college basketball player. Both of those things are very yeah. exciting to me. All and right. I like Ben too. I mean, Ben, you know, he's a little bit breaks my heart. And then Ivan, you know, I, I like to see myself as the original Ivan, you know, these Blasians oh. out here. I, I walked so they could run on the bachelorette. <laughs> so, uh, but shout out to you, Ivan. I love Ivan. Ivan I, I do dead. think that she made some really good choices for the final hometowns. Me I was, I, I, out of, a lot of the bachelorettes I've really respected who she cuts and when she cuts them. Yes. Who she keeps and why she keeps them. So she's a great bachelorette. Before we take a quick break, we'll just talk for two seconds about the men tell all here. Ed had his, there was too much. Where the hell was Chasen? Did he get the, the guy that had the, the, the smoke show? Did, did Wolverine get COVID? Where was Chasen? Oh, what happened to his healing factor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the guy from San Diego, the, the dumb smoke show. Fortune, you only know yeah. where people are from. Weapon X. <laughs> the guy from San I'm, Diego? I'm, I'm, I'm on the Instagram looking up everyone's name because I'm, I'm so bad at names. So, so then we have, then dumb Ed, he goes, there's the three Fs, fraud, fake, and phony. It's like, he, you know, he practiced that for so, yeah. he was yeah. so pleased. With the, In the mirror. Anna. You know, after uh, I said a push up. Phony is spelled with a P. Yeah. He's a ding guy. And then um, so then I then I did enjoy our boy band cover band manager coming back. And somebody goes, coming from the one direction manager wearing camo. Like I, that was from the, Noah yeah. the nurse. Enjoyed you, you, that. You really got to see how uh immature these guys were during the mental all and why and why, you know, they're just not gonna make good husbands at this point. They're all like 28 <laughs> and they're all, you know, t- being on TV yelling at each other. It's just not a good look. And then stupid Yosef, and then we'll take a quick break. Yosef is one of the biggest pieces of shit we've had on a long time. And I have to say, rewatching Claire's moment, that was sort of Claire at her peaking. That was peaking Claire, except for like when she met Dale. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, I knew my husband was going to be here. But then when she dealt with Yosef and she was like, yeah, I know my mom's dying and like shut him down. (laughs) Like, I really felt for Claire in that moment. I felt she handled him well. He was so horrible and he didn't take any of it back i mean fortune what did you want to say to yosef well she i also read that claire claire tweeted she wasn't invited to be at the men tell all which i i that's don't know so that's weird. i was wondering why she wasn't there i don't know if that was a COVID thing was, i or, think it must have been a COVID thing uh, because but it, she was like i really wish that i had been there uh, I think mostly because of Yosef and wanted to tell him to suck it. My uh, my friend Kevin balls. Dale wrote something <laughs> telling Dale uh Yosef to suck it too. Who said uh, that? Dale, I think he oh. wrote something online telling Yosef to suck it. My friend, suck it, please. My You're the nicest person to say suck it. It's so funny. Um, you know, you should just said suck it. Karen, my friend Karen, uh, who uh, who wrote Legally Blonde and is obsessed with The Bachelor, she just constantly texts me. She's the one that texted me the dick pic of Kenny, the the boy band cover band manager. She texted me. A lot of these men are pretty much just giving the women of America reasons not to date them. Yosef might as well have cut off his penis and sold it on ebay because i don't see him getting lots of use out of it after last night oh yeah who who's gonna watch that and go he's hot i want to be with yeah dude anna but that's like like his opinion and i like that i like his closed-minded opinion there's some damaged girl out there anna what did you want to say to yosef um uh, what a loser i i can't even imagine what it's i mean i do sometimes i can't help 
because it's just like the Middle Eastern child in me to like look at him like because he's Egyptian and to like be like, oh, you're raised with these sort of like masculine, like toxic masculinity traits. But it's like you've been in America. Like It sounds like you've been here for a while, like probably even born here. Like, you, you know, had- America where there are no toxic masculinity like, traits. Yeah, this is a problem. It's, like- <laughs> it's 10 times worse. Yeah, yeah. Women walk behind yeah, men, period. Like that, you see that resonate. And I've seen that within other like Middle Eastern men I've interacted with where you just can't help it because as the man, you are treated like the golden boy. Like I've seen it in my brother. So I've really had to cut them down and be like you ain't shit okay <laughs> mom and dad think you are don't mean you're shit so like if you don't have someone to do that to true like and you are worshipped like this like you truly believe these things you're saying and you're like out of your mind and you need someone to be like literally like chris harrison like this is not a good look and i do hope For his you. daughter <laughs> gets therapy I'm going to say I'm going to ask a quick poll and then we're going to take a quick break. Do you think the Bachelor franchise is enough of a piece of shit that they're going to invite him to paradise? I'm going to start with you, Scott Ackerman, expert on the franchise. Are they enough of a piece of shit? Is he going to paradise? Of course, he's going to come in. There's going to be at least three women who are going to be like, he's hot because he's going to take off his shirt and go swimming. One of them will end up with him. Yeah, of course. Whoever makes an impact on the show will end up being on paradise. Miles, is he going to paradise as our newcomer? As I have no idea of what the logic is of who goes to paradise, but I will. I like that idea. Well, I mean, Ratings. it makes sense just from a TV standpoint. It's a lot like going to just... heaven when you're here on Earth. That's the logic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fortune, oh, then you... he is going to paradise. He's Fortune, safe. do you think he's going to paradise? For sure. They love the bad boys. They love controversy. Remember Chris? Or not? Kristen? Uh, they've had to, the, the. There's been guys at the. Chris Harrison. Or no, I don't know. Um, if <laughs> where's he from? Jojo. Got, remember, remember the guy before Jojo. He got in a fight with Chris Harrison. Oh, Chad, 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 Chad. Fuck Chad. you, Chris Harrison. You're yeah. just sitting in your robe with your mimosas at the Four so Seasons. They, they don't shy away from those controversial people. Doctor Banana, Katie, do you think he's going to paradise? Yes. Katie? Yes. Yeah, probably. Although I hope like they bring him on late and then like set it up where he gets sent home right away. Because they do that love- sometimes with like the people they hate. They just kind of like bring him on for the drama and then hum- humiliate him. Yeah, them. he'll be in all of the coming soon, the you know, reveal. and you'll see like the him walking like the down the stairs towards paradise is a close up of his feet first and then you like moving yes. up to his body. And that's a yeah, that's a brutal way to fuck with somebody, especially when like they th- they think they're going to be swept up in the momentum of like the industry where they're like, I'm on paradise. And the producer's yeah. like, we're going to fucking get rid of them right away. They always also play like an 80s guitar riff. Like, yeah. like, like a bad boy. Like, like it's a Shane Black film. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always love. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. It's time to get sexy. Oh, yeah. I need a sexual timeout. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. And we're back! So... Captain Harrison comes in and he was like, all right, you guys, it's hometown. You get to show the bachelorette, like where you're from, everything about it. Some of your loved ones, but because it's COVID, we're not going to be leaving La Quinta, but you, <laughs> but we'll give you the resources. And by that, I mean, craft paint and a poster board yeah. uh, and like a, like $200 of prop money. And it's going to be <laughs> just like getting the flavor of your hometown. And we've, quarantined some of your your closest family and friends we have a, a niece and an uncle and a nephew we have somebody's clients <laughs> we have a top <laughs> chef chef uh there's some parents we've got a a brother hidden in a closet everything is happening um and so literally zach starts He's so excited. Zach can't believe his the Clarks are there. Brendan is first. He starts crying. And that's when we learn that Ben lacks the capacity to cry and is very open about the fact, I don't know how to cry. I've heard about crying. And then Brendan <laughs> just starts sobbing. Fortune, how did you feel when you uh, saw that reaction of those men? These four sweet men that are at La Quinta. That is, that is true. I, I like Ben, but I, I had, I knew he was going home. I, yeah. Oh, I know we haven't gotten there yet, but uh, he, yeah, the, the, not the no emotion thing is weird to me. Even when they did that like painting thing where he was like, uh, all these guys were sharing these really heartfelt stories and he's like, I'm going to get naked. Yes. And be like, uh, <laughs> show here, my I'm, incredible I'm body off. I'm exposed. <laughs> yeah. I'm exposed. When he walked in naked, that was such a red flag for me. I know. And I yeah. just think he's a person that has put a lot of his time and energy into his body. I think he's a big uh, weightlifting yeah. guy. Uh, so I think the emotion part is lacking. Um, and so that's, uh, that's the only reason I relate to him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you it's train like, a top he's chef? He's like Peter. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he's just like Peter. Who couldn't show emotion. Yes. Uh, but the and dates they, the, the dates were like, oh. This, I know. It, the it dates, almost felt like a show that didn't have a big budget. That's, yeah. where, that's what confused me because I was like, okay, normally – I mean, I guess a lot of it gets paid for. So, like, in the beginning, so, Miles, generally, they have to stop someplace sort of shitty in the United States first. They'd be like, right. like <laughs> Mahalamaki, Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. So, like, some tourism board gives them a lot of money. I guess probably every city probably pays them. But then, but then you get to go to, like, you know, Venezuela or, or Ireland or, like, right. 
mom, like you're going and like it's helicopters and castles. And it felt like without without product placement, do they literally is it completely all built? Like, do they have no money? Scott, what did you think? (laughs) I first of all, I felt really bad for one particular person because uh, on one of the dates they go to a huge bouncy house, which a PA obviously set up, and they're there for two seconds of screen time. And I just felt so bad for the PA who had to build that entire bouncy house, and then it it doesn't end up in the cut of the show. It's just yeah. I felt terrible for them. Yes, yeah, it 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 really felt low rent and cheap, and uh, you know, Tasha put on a great face and was laughing every time. Oh, ha, ha. every time they had to hail the taxi, she laughed like it was the funniest joke she'd ever heard. She's which a was great so, bachelorette. So kind. She's so great. Yeah. So first up is Brendan. He's so excited to see her. And she, like, they were so cute together. Like, it started off so promising. Like, she literally, her tail was wagging. Like, they look so excited to see each other. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. They need, they need a little bit of time. He needs to step it up. He's such a nice guy. But there's like a delicate holding back quality and it's like he needs to get a little just a little not like creepy handsy with her but he needs to like like touch her hold her here's here's my theory i think i'm predicting he's the winner and i think editing they're i think they're editing out everything in order to still make it seem fair because i think that she was into him when they rode the horses together and they were in that pool for the whole day and i think i think they've made out a ton and i think oh my god I just I, got I think, chills. Literally, the hair on my arms is standing Zach's up. Right there too, though. I think it's gonna be Zach, but I'm I, Scott Ackerman. The hair on my arms is standing up because some so Miles. Sometimes they trick you, and you think, right. "Oh, he's out. They haven't shown him any mind." Oh no, yeah, I'm no stranger to this trickery. Okay, so Miles, Can what we? did you think? Mm-hmm. It's a shadow play, and 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 like, I like that theory because she was really feeling Spencer when he showed up. And she yes. was like, oh, I'm feeling you out the gate. And then he's gone. And Brandon is kind of like on that same highway. Yeah. So it feels like, OK, that that vibe that she definitely has a you know connection to is still represented in these final four guys. So there I, I, there could be something to that for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, the way she the way she ran up to him. Oh, my was, God. I was like, oh, shit. She I'm like, is, ran- she, is, that, is that for everyone? Because that felt like you're my person. No, I she think. ran up to him like. Like, like, like wiggling, just like tail waggle, can't even handle it. Now, here's I'm like, is he cock blocking himself? He's like, like, here's immediately (laughs) your eight year old niece, like immediately. Like, I know it's cute and he's so sweet and he's going to be like a dad. But like, don't you want to be a little makey outy little? No, it's also 50 thousand degrees out oh my like, god they were all sweating the entire episode except for Tasha. Yeah. somehow Tasha like just sort of has like a nice <laughs> she's better than the rest of us but like like all right miles do you think that was a cock block uh i don't know because it's it seems like everyone's going for some version of like let me let me enter your heart through your heart you know let me get to you through your heart <laughs> like that was sort way. of the <laughs> yeah, just right there. Like it's always like family thing or showing I can do this because like be a good I don't dad. know. It, you want five kids? Look at me with a kid. So, yeah, whatever that was. But the sweating was kind of. I thought I was watching a Time to Kill because it was so sweaty <laughs> the whole time. I was like, where the what is this in a Southern courtroom? Scott, yeah, like, it was truly. 
Shut he up is the- innocent. <laughs> he's, just, he's just an eight-year-old girl. So he's from a small town in Massachusetts where they have like 200 carnivals and fairs every summer. And he still goes, even though he's a 30-year-old man, which I thought was very cute. <laughs> he wants to be a dad. He was sweating like crazy. But he was cute when they were dancing and like shimmying and shaking. And they did their little handshake. And then they did it. But I felt like, again, I wanted him to like touch her a little more. I think like- they're editing out. And I also think they're putting in a lot of interviews with him where he's like, I'm not quite sure if I can prepare pose in order to you know sort of fake us out i hope you're right i hope you're right i like i have this. a question do they always do the hometowns in the sequence you're seeing them like is that uh, how they're recorded? That's, i can't figure that out because i i i think they mix them up in order for you know the show to be more right. dramatic yeah. but then one season i was watching and they mentioned that she had just the night before been at this place which was the night before so i can't quite tell what do you think Arden? right I think I think they probably set the first one or the last one but allow some wiggle room that they can move it around. And just so you know, Miles, also, these are usually fun because there's usually some right. nightmare sibling, nightmare uncle, hammered yeah. mom. So JoJo <laughs> that you just met, JoJo who you just met, her family – God bless oh, yeah. them. Her brother, she had two brothers who came down in like giant cowl neck sweaters. Mouth, mouth kissed her. And then was like rude to Nick Vial. And her mom was like mm. pounding champagne. Anna, will you please do an impression? So Anna, tell us about the mom. Well, the mom is Persian. So naturally she was drinking the whole time and being like, the thing you need to understand about children. <laughs> She's a princess. princess. <laughs> she and needs to be like, treated like a queen. <laughs> no, ben Higgins. It was Ben Higgins. Yeah. Ben. Like, oh, okay. It's like, she was basically like, are you poor? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And she's still not married yet. No, no, they're she's not engaged. They're still disengaged. So then, so they're doing this little thing. And, um, and, uh, so, so he goes, they go and meet his brother and his, his, his brother's wife. And he's like, okay, look, um, actually the wife was kind of articulate talking to Tasha and was like, look, you both got divorced. You both got married young. Shame can rob you, but it shouldn't rob you of a second chance in your future. So he goes, he talks to his brother and he's like, if I could have molded a bachelorette, it would have been Tasha. Um, but he's tearing up and he's like, and he's like, see in the way that my bro's looking at her and you'll be an amazing father, you know? And he's like, so then all of a sudden, Brady's like, this is real for me. This is real for me and then uh, he's like you know it's taking him time to come out of his shell he can't emote and she was like i don't want you to go and then she said i feel like i'm falling in love i think i just had a date with he could be my husband Uh, scott ackerman to your point yeah your money's on brendan well i also his family feels so real and thoughtful as well and so you know if he really had been just kind of like a massachusetts mook uh, and and his family was just like, you know, the, the worst qualities of that. I could see her maybe disengaging. But I think the family was great. She really responded to them. I don't know. It just seems like like he's got a one-way ticket to uh, Bonersville. At the I hope he's at least going to get to the, the bone mayor. zone. Yeah, he'll I, get to the bone zone. He'll get to the bone zone. I, I, we also like, we also just found out that his dad died. I don't think we knew that before. He hasn't like milked it. He hasn't done some trauma bonding as far as we know. Speaking he, of the bone zone. 
milking it. I mean, why even be on the Bachelorette if you don't share a sad story? I, mean, I think right. I think there's a timing divorce, to his it. Divorce, think, his divorce yeah. story was his sad story. I think there's a timing to say your dad died. Too, too many contestants say it the first date. You don't as, it, say as it in like date. she she needs to hear something real out of me. My dad just died. Yeah, you don't. You and can't. You can't do that. It's too early. It's too early. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Too soon. Okay, so then. So that's wrapping. Any any final thoughts on the niece, the the carnival date? That was when I was like, oh, she really got robbed. She's yeah. like still at La Quinta. They're making out by the fountain, sitting on the side. It's 400 degrees. The budget is like they, they get to I pick that a- with the the cardboard taxi dude i can't any final thoughts on brendan i mean they could rent that stuff you know what i mean from production they had a ferris wheel (laughs) they just had a ferris wheel you can't get me some like what is that when you throw the beanbag what's that called cornhole you can't get me a fucking cornhole come on art department dress up a golf cart to look like a cab or something give them a fancy meal at some point they had an entire ferris wheel like they're like what happened yeah you're absolutely right i do feel though his brother his facial reactions touched my heart when they they sat down he's like i just want to tell you bro you know before this i, I want to be the guy you are and his brother was like huh i, I thought that and like was, his the way his mouth would curve was like look at I, them too so we we say this to so few people in our lives but when he saw his brother and said you know i've i've been thinking over the past couple of weeks about how much you mean to me and how I really oh. haven't expressed that i was like this dude is he's got emotional maturity he's yeah. thoughtful yeah. He doesn't give it away for free. Like you gotta wait. You know. And by the way, it's only been like too deep, though. He's so sweet. You're asleep. Yeah. So here we go. We're moving (laughs) on, and we've got Zach. He's like, today we're doing New York things. Have you ever hailed a cab? This is actually. I have to say. Because I was hoping that Brendan would be a little more active on his date. And I know I've given Zach a hard time. I'm coming around on Zach. I felt like he at least had a little like charisma when it's it's. You know his body is shutting down. He was sweating to the point <laughs> where, like, he his organs water. had to be shutting he down. Water is so bad. He was dripping. It was disgusting. It's but time to was, die now. It, yeah, it, it, yeah. It was, I was in Palm Springs this summer. It was like 120 degrees a lot of days. It That's was, like when monkeys bring another level of hot. So when he goes like taxi, and then she was being all coy, like I can't, like taxi, he's like taxi. <laughs> I actually found him in his sixteen hundred dollars sneakers, hailing the cab, screaming taxi. I found him to at least have some fun to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Fortune, how are you feeling? I wasn't into Zach, but now I'm feel. At least he seems like a real guy. He's nice enough. What do you think about Zach at this point in time, Fortune? Yeah, I wasn't into him at first. I don't know if it was the underbite. The underbite's not great. Uh, or, the underbite's not great. Or, or what? Or or I, I mean, I like it when they the contestants get deep, but it got so uh, intense with them so fast that you're like you don't really get to know that fun side of them. Uh, so yeah, it was fun. To, it, I like seeing him be a little lighter. I think he needed that. Yeah. Um. And uh, but I I don't know. I I still think they're kind of uh, an odd couple a little yeah. bit. She's I don't really see her. I don't really see her anybody. So anyone. horny for him, and I don't get it. This is so when they had that. When I realized that that yellow cab that they had to stand inside like an elementary school play, <laughs> I lift know. it up and like harness it. Up I was like, she's oh. a good sport. Whatever producer came up with this, dude. Miles, how how did you feel when you saw that taxi? Did it bum you out? Oh uh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, I remember 
like the other seasons from the goat season I'm like god damn like they yeah. really i think yeah they were going to ireland and shit paris yeah. they're like wow cool and to go into a fucking wooden box and like walk a few <laughs> yeah. feet to like a makeshift bagel shop bagel. was like oh bagels that aren't even from new york they're just bagels like- Right, right. Like Bagels that have shop. like a frozen yogurt yes. toppings. Yes. Can, can I <laughs> yeah. talk about this, please? It was yes. so It upsetting. was offensive. It was insanely offensive. There are like I put gummy things. gummy bear. They have like gummy worms I out. Took yeah. a fucking photo because there like, are four <laughs> things that are allowed on bagels, and they were this was they were uh, sour gummy worms, gummy bears, what looks like raisins, what looks like artichoke. I mean, I, and then blueberries, blueberries. I mean, she, she, he said, what do you want on top? She was just trying to be a good, she's just being the bachelorette. And like, well, her brain, her organs are shutting down in the heat and these dipshits <laughs> put fucking like, so she just was like, I don't want to put a gummy worm on my bagel. I guess I'll take the blueberry. Yeah. She, she also is in the middle of dieting. You have to, you yeah. have to think. And she doesn't even want the bagel. She doesn't want the I mean? bagel. She does not want any of it. She doesn't want so the she, pizza. She's just she trying to figure out some way out of this. <laughs> so she's like. But maybe a single blueberry on top. Yeah. That would <laughs> that be very like, filling. That, that would be the indulgence. most bread she's had in like and years. That was I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that felt that was like. Did they want to do? Like, it looked like they wanted to do a frozen yogurt thing. Yeah, but maybe like the, the machine ice cream melted. It like oh, broke or something. Because those were so they ice had all the toppings for that. Oh, but they didn't. They didn't put them away. But that's not New York. It no. has frozen yogurt. Real New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We're going to this day to have all of the production value of a grade school production of Guys and Dolls here. <laughs> she goes, blueberries are bomb. And which uh, was like, oh my God. And Two and blueberries. Like, and only mom. a skinny person says blueberries are bomb. Blueberries are bomb. <laughs> and then she goes, it would be insane if I was in New York with Zach. <laughs> it so would be insane. Literally dripping sweat, and she's nervous about meeting his parents. Oh, they also, she's like, Look, my parents are the best. I had the darkest times. There was a lot of love through my addiction and rehab. And, I mean, the guy's story is terrible. He just happened to have like a brain tumor. I mean, this was, this is a nightmare that just anybody's living their life and they have a brain tumor and then like they're fucking addicted to like Oxycontin and then their life goes. I mean, the poor guy had truly the worst story and he's doing well now so like he's a miracle and um but his family you could see they've been like on a journey with him but before they get ready for it they decide to make out in the fountain and he goes (laughs) she lights me up oh (laughs) yeah yeah. scott ackerman how did you feel when she screamed that cool up turned to me because she was watching it with me this time and said why don't you ever say that about me yes (laughs) you light me up baby has any man actually (laughs) have you ever screamed that about anybody miles fortune fuck no (laughs) you light me up man that's just it makes me like my (laughs) spine tingle because it's so like you know you're doing that for the it's like so transparently like performative that i i've it's if anything i express my deep love or like you know i'm almost beyond words like you light me up just sounds like you're trying to sell merch or something down the road fortune was that your uh was that your vow did you scream you light me up when you i do and then i lit a candle <laughs> that's, that's beautiful I, I also arden i think that she they included his interview where he said 
that she was considering moving to New York when he said he was from New York, which yeah. I think is also another fake out. There's no oh, way uh, she's, she's currently considering moving to New York because she wants to be in L.A. and be an Instagram thought. Yeah, you're so, right. Nobody's moving to New York she's not anymore. Moving to yeah. New York. She ain't going there. She also she's an O.C. girl. Yes, yeah. she's she not moving her. to New York. So yeah. then when they go, okay, we got taxi. We got our, you can't have the bagel. This is the pizza. And then we meet his parents and his parents, his parents are like, you know, well, it's so nice to meet you. We're just small town people. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. Where are they from? How did he get this accent? Like what the, what, what? I mean, they got, the dad could have, you know, could be from a small town who, Got you know successful and moved to New York. I think they still live in a small town. Oh, really? I was thinking the dad was just saying I'm from originally. Maybe you know I, if if Ryan Gosling can pick up that accent, anyone can. You know, <laughs> he's from Canada. Oh my God, you're absolutely right. You're right. Well, he did. By the way, um, his brother was the. If, if you have to pick the douche of all the family members, his brother pulling taster aside, he wins. He wasn't even that bad. Miles, usually there's one that's just awful. There's. Do right, you remember? Yeah. Do you remember Becca? The let's do the damn thing. Do you remember her uncle? Ugh. Her uncle that had like the duck mallards, like and they like there was there was like a lot of dead ducks and stuff. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, usually, usually there's a family member who's obviously horny for the bachelorette too. Oh, for sure. Trying to yeah. like make a side right. deal with her, you know, or like, like hey, if it doesn't right, work right, out with right. my brother. Hey. Or like this sister that's not quite as pretty as their beautiful, like the one that's like yeah. so beautiful. It's like the other sister. So they're talking and he's like, so where does he stack up with the other three guys? She was like, I pretty direct. Like this is the fucking game. And by the way, we also learned afterwards that he watches it, that he and the mom love it. So yeah. we, so it's not like he hasn't. So he was playing the part of the douchey brother. Cause we found out later. Uh. He's a fan. He goes, um, so where does he stick up? She's like, well, I'm definitely falling in love with him. Like, I'm not allowed to tell you if he's yeah, going to win, bra. Yeah. That's the fucking game. So <laughs> then she goes, she goes, and she says, I could see myself marrying him. That's the most you're ever going to get. He goes, you didn't answer my question. He's like, maybe they're not the exact right people for each other. It's like, you're a piece of shit. Like, not into the brother, not feeling the brother. Right. Who wants to take it? Who wants to talk about the brother first? Dead Great. silence. Scott Ackerman. <laughs> I don't remember the brother. Scott Ackerman. He was the only. He was only. He was the only kind of cranky. Everybody else's family was lovely. Oh wait, th- that was Zach's brother. Zach's brother. Who? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't really take stock of him, but uh, now I now I know what you're talking. About. Some, somehow, all three of us were looking at our phones <laughs> when the brother was talking. I don't remember really much. I mean, I, I, he just seemed like he was. Because I was talking to Anna about it earlier. He definitely had this, his like, his energy was also coming from a place like he's really worried about his brother, too. Yeah. And like he's in deep and he's probably thinks maybe his brother's a little fragile. So I think right. maybe he's like, is this going to be bad for him? Right. Like, right. Oh, that's interesting. You know, interesting. like he also had that energy because I know, you know, like with right. friends and family who are, you know, in recovery and things like that. Sometimes you're like, oh, I, you, you get worried, right. even though you don't know what's best for them you, right. on their behalf, you begin to worry. So right. he had a little bit of that when he's like, you didn't answer the question, but that also did have like big, you know, 
wannabe Bill Barr energy is sort of like, aha, <laughs> yeah, mm, so what's really happening now? Because you didn't answer the question, but yeah, right. I saw it a few different ways, yeah. So then the dad pulls her aside. He, he was very, at first, he was like, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm from a small farm town. There's four guys. But then she was like, well, how did he seem to you? He was like, he's smiling. Oh, it makes me happy. Darn it. If it didn't happen, you too. It was so nice. To, I mean, like they, they, they made it seem like he was going to be really hard on her and he couldn't have been sweeter. I, I just thought he was such a nice guy. And then he said to the mom and to everybody, I realize I do want a family. I want a wife and a child. And the mom is tearing up. She's like, hey, oh, thank goodness. Oh my God. The mom. I love, can we talk about the tag at the end, how they all love paradise and they want to see Chris Harrison. I'm with Chris Harrison. That made me really like his family who clearly been through the ringer. Yeah. Seeing Captain Harrison come back. It was so great. How would you feel if you met Chris Harrison? Have you met Chris Harrison? Scott Ackerman. Have I met Chris? Har- I, I worked with one of the bachelorettes on my show and I don't think Chris Harrison, maybe, I, I don't know. Which bachelorette? What a weird life I've had when I can't remember <laughs> if I've met Chris Harrison or not. <laughs> I sat behind him at the Wally premiere. Oh. oh yeah. I, I saw yeah. him at the airport and uh, we were both waiting for the same flight and I pulled one of those moves where you take a picture of someone and you think that they're not, Ooh. they don't see you, but they do. And he kind of looked at me and then I immediately wrote on my Instagram, posted it immediately on my Instagram and said that I took it and he saw me and then he commented on it. Oh my God. <laughs> like, right? We, instead of us just talking to each other. Wait, did it happen while it. you were there? You yes, did it right. So it, he, it all happened right in so front of you. He commented right in front of you, but you didn't talk to each other. To I love that for you. I love that. As an, Anna is dying. Look at Anna. <laughs> Anna, did you? Of your, your Jill Biden story when you kept asking Jill Biden for a photo was that I, me I, it was Tipper Gore Tipper Gore that's Tipper I knew Gore. it was a presidential I, I, it was I Tipper Gore her, asking Jill Biden for a photo no, no. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh, I'm really confused I was in college and I kept going up to Tipper Gore asking her for a photo and finally and she was so nice and on the like sixth one she's like okay that's enough <laughs> For Gore, who started the PMRC and the parental stickers on albums, I was so crazy. Enemy of Two Life Crew, yeah, (laughs) that was Tipper Gore, yeah, yeah. That was like her crusade. Oh, really? I didn't she like know that. she. she I wa- thought that was Dan Quayle's wife. No, she wandered past uh, her daughter, who uh, I think it might be the daughter who works worked on Futurama or whatever, her bedroom and heard Prince's "Purple Rain" and the the song "Darling Nikki" coming out, where he's talking right. about masturbating with a magazine. And yeah. she got on. She was like, "How dare a store sell this to you?" And that's why we have uh, parental uh, advisory oh. stickers on albums now. I, I played that. They played that on my bus every day when I was ten, and like. That's really everybody needs to nut up. Okay, Okay, that's just a weird bus driver you had. (laughs) Yeah, is that the bus driver said? (laughs) All right, everybody needs to nut up. (laughs) So then, then, um, the mom is tearing up, and she's like, He is ready for love. Everybody deserves to love and be loved and to find love. I was like, He has a nice family who looks exhausted, Mm. and they're very sweet. And then they went outside and they kissed on the bench. She has zero hesitation. She goes, Zach and I are good. I think he's gonna win. I hope you're right, Scott Ackerman. I I think she's gonna front runner. She's gonna bone him for sure. and then realize their lifestyles are incompatible. But this is what I don't like about the show is they cut out any conversation 
they have about what their lives would look like beyond being on a TV show together. So you you get no real sense of who's compatible or not. So right. I, I'm sure they had conversations about, so if you win, would I move there? Would you, right. you know, all that right. kind of stuff. But they they never show those. So you have no right. idea. Anna and I on our Patreon, we watch Bachelorette New Zealand and Australia, and it's all practical questions. It's all practical. I would much rather watch that. It's really fun. New Zealand has two bachelorettes at once. And there is a there is a gentleman who is a chocolatier and a stripper and a dad all rolled. And they all have a lot of crazy <laughs> tribal tattoos. I can understand the first two, but a dad? <laughs> Mark. I, Mark. I, you had me a chocolatier. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, so now we're up to, so any, so we've now done, we've done Zach, we've done Brendan. We're moving on to Ivan. Any final thoughts on Zach or Brendan? Great. Okay, so Ivan, <laughs> adorable, adorable. He's doing He's a cooking class. Cute. He's so cute. His brother's in prison and all day and all night, he kept being like, okay, my parents are great, but I really wish my brother was here. Mm-hmm. Man, okay, I like my parents, but my brother, he's the one that's the most important. But we're going to have the most important. I am friends with one of the most like impressive professional chefs. And it was his little four-year-old niece. It was so cute. And uh, but he just kept going like, I wish my brother's here. Um, so they cook together. He, she feeds it to him. He goes, mm, yum. They're very cute and natural. And, uh, so then they go meet the family. The mom and Tasha are in the exact same dress. Somebody said it felt like destiny's child. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> they were all in like the, it was like the rust colored Destiny's kind of child sexy. after they fired the two, but hadn't hired Michelle yet. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. It was actually Ivan's mom and Tasha. And then the, so he keeps being like, this is great. Now I wish my brother was here. The mom pulls Tasha aside and she was like, it's a lot. I'm still a big skeptic. It's a lot. She's like, what did you like about Ivan? She said, he's mature. And she's like, Ivan wants to make a difference in the world. And then Ivan's amazing dad, who I fucking loved. He was like, you've been married before. She was like, yes. I was like, why did, what happened? What did you learn? She was like, we were both young. I like, yes. A neat question. I loved him. So yeah. it's like, I was young too. I was also married before. I was very young and then I took my time. And then, um, and then afterwards, at the end, he couldn't have been sweeter. I loved him so much. And he was like, she and I even make a good match. And, um, and he was like, okay, this is great. I wish my brother was here. And then out came his brother like four hours later from the closet <laughs> You've yeah, been like, hiding these. I still don't understand <laughs> how that happened. Like he he was in jail, right? He's out of jail. I think Trump pardoned him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kim Kardashian like, hollered like, at him. I thought the whole story was when he said the story was that his brother was currently there. I think was it was it saying he had been there? Yeah, had I, been in prison. Yeah, I think he was out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I think so, this was like a past thing. When, I was all like, he got a pass for the day. That's nice. <laughs> That'd be so nice. They're like, wait, the bachelor? Okay, okay. hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me call, yeah. let me call Open, Gavin up, Open up the cells. <laughs> and he was so excited. He walks in, starts weeping, and then he was like, I feel revitalized. Mm. And then I the, the chat with the brother and Ivan, and then the chat with the brother and Tasha. I loved his brother, and I loved their open hearts, and him being like, you demonstrated love for me as a brother. Gabriel, I, you've been there for me. I'm going to try to be here for you. And he's like, what, what do you like about each other? She's like, it's comfortable and easy. And then um, 
She's like, I'm good at reading energy. I'm good at reading energy. You're very organic. Tash is awesome. And then he was like, in what ways do you think my brother has encompassed traits? She was like, loyalty. He was like, yes, loyalty is an action world. He's like the wisest. He was like the Yoda of the Bachelor franchise. He's like, loyalty yeah. is, loyalty an, action is an action word. It was truly like everything yeah. about him. And then. No, he definitely has like, you know, he was reading when he was when he was on the inside. Yeah. Like, yes. he, he came he out with that out the power prison vocabulary. Yeah. Because yeah. he when he said, when I support you on this righteous endeavor, I was like, I'm sorry, you described the Bachelorette as what? he's coming with the flow of tree <laughs> yes and he also because he was also defensive because at first she was like he's told me a lot about you. he was like all bad stuff she was like no it's and then you saw like she's so lovely and he was so and this poor guy is like clearly had a horrible road and had some bad shit happen in prison and like mm-hmm. like was just so wonderful and like ivan's relationship i just I loved it. I was here for all of Ivan's family. I loved his dad. I loved his skeptical mom. I was in for all yeah. of it. Can I say though, there were, and and look, you know that I've been rooting for Ivan. Yes. On the last episode I was on, I, I really thought that they had something together in their yes. all-night date yep. in, the, in the room. There were a couple of warning signs for me, I think, which were when she said he's so mature, she followed it up by saying for his age. Yeah. Which to me, it makes me think he's a little young and he's she younger than the other guys. That, she likes uh, that Zach is 36. She he's kept being like, I think, yeah. she likes an older guy. She's yeah. into that. And she likes a guy yeah. who maybe has a little more of his, sh- not his shit together because Ivan has his shit together. But Ivan's an a, engineer, but yeah. But, but ha- is a little more you know, at the level she thinks she's at because she has 1.2 million followers. She, um, yes, she did not like that. She didn't like that. She's only the second woman that has been like, I think it was like, no, no, yeah. no, you had to have introduced a lot more than that. He's a little young. And then I also, and this is horrible because I think his family was so cool, but I, she's from OC and I'm from OC, you know, yeah. and I don't know whether that is the ideal family that she's always envisioned her husband having. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and well, it's I mean, a bad thing yeah. to say, but it, but you know, when you grow up in OC and everyone is like, that's sort of like pseudo rich kind of thing. You, you, you have this idea in your head of like, you know, what family Christmases are going to be like. And the, the brother in prison, he was the best and he was so thoughtful and warm, but I just don't know whether she sees herself with that. I mean, yeah. she liked Bennett, you know? Yeah. Longer yeah, than she, she should it's have. The, it's the OC girl in her. She likes Bennett. She likes that prep school kind of vibe, you know? Her right. ex-husband kind of looks like Bennett, too. Like Interesting. That, Miles. Really what I haven't did, seen him. We, there's like, he's like now mad that she said that he cheated, even though he cheated. But like she's like, why are you saying that? So he's like mad about it. Uh, Miles, what did you think of this hometown date? It was nice. It was really nice to see his family. I was like, damn, he's so like, he's such a good person. Like there's no bullshit about him, which was really refreshing. You're like, wow, this is, is, he wasn't lying about anything. Uh, And his dad had like the old black man uniform, which is a purple (laughs) polo shirt, khakis and a black jacket. Uh, Anybody with, who has a black man over 70 in their house in the nose. That is like, I was like, yes, go. I'm his dad. But yeah, he was a uh, he. It was cool to see, and um, yeah, I just don't. I think just because the way she responded to Spencer, I was like, I think I know. Like, yeah. 
I, cause I've, I've hollered at Tasha's before, you know, I grew up in LA, so I know the, you know, I've, 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 I've vibed her out a little bit and I'm like, I think she's going to end up with a white dude. She likes white guys. That's, that's definitely her thing. That's her thing. Fortune. What did you think about Ivan's hometown visit? I liked Ivan's visit. I mean, I, I, I know I see exactly why she still has Ivan there. I mean, he's such a cool guy and such a, a neat guy. And I think he has a lot to offer somebody. So I think, I think she doesn't want to let him go for the, for because he's just such a good guy, but I don't see it with them. Yeah. Um I just They have they have a deep it. connection though, but I but I yeah, yeah, I just don't think she envisions herself with him. I the, the thing that could be interesting though is, you know, as like a biracial black person too, like they when they had that conversation, yeah. that's there's there is something to that, especially like yeah. given the period in which the backdrop of that conversation, because that fucked her up. And, yeah. you know, same way, like I went to schools where it, it was mostly white kids. You internalize a lot of shit. And then the summer brought out a lot of shit for me. And I think a lot of just people, especially black people. But I feel like I don't know if maybe there was something where she may have discovered something about herself in talking to Ivan yeah. that maybe she, this could, Ivan very well could be the person, but I would be interested. Like, I don't think I would be surprised in that sense because they seem to have a very, very substantial connection. But, but I think, but she also kind of like want, wants to like have sex with like that hot teacher from like back in the day vibes, which is what like Zach yeah. kind of is yeah. and all that. Stuff. They also, it's it doesn't, it doesn't seem like they're cutting out any heat between them. Like there doesn't seem to be a lot of chemistry between them. And I think they would include a little bit of it in the edit right. in order, you know, so I don't know. He's going to go, I predict he's going to go to paradise now, you don't know who I'm talking about, Miles, but I feel like he's going to be like Adam and Raven. Like, I think he's going to go and the women are going to be all over him. He's going to be such a good guy and he's going to like fall in love and get married to like a nice one. There's someone named Raven. There's a woman named Raven who went to paradise and like married is about to marry like this nice guy that was there, Adam. That was just oh. like he was just a good guy. It was so Raven. That's so, yeah, raven. That's, that's so, so raven. That's so raven. Um, so then, okay, moving on, our final hometown date. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with our final hometown date. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. 
And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Okay, we're back for our final hometown date. So here we are with Ben. His father's a doctor, so he can't bring, uh, he, he, you know, it's a COVID, we're in the pandemic. So he have his sister and his one of his best family friends, Antonia. And I kept being like, I know her, I know her. And it turns out she is a very famous chef. She's from Top Chef, Scott Ackerman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the floor to talk about Antonia for a second. Well, I looked at her and I kept saying, I know her, I know her. And it's because I know her. <laughs> um, we used to work together at Chin Chin, I love uh, Chin back Chin. in the 90s. Oh. Which one? The one in the, the one, one on Studio Sunset? City. No, oh my Studio god, City. Ventura. City, baby. Oh, hey, Ventura. hey, so I she, love Chin Chin. I, I was a waiter and she was a hostess. She was 18, I think she just turned 18. And so we worked together for a couple of years, I think. And was so she, nice? she was really nice and uh, really cool. And then I saw her pop up on Top Chef. So I, I'm always like really interested whenever I see her. So I was just kind of like half watching and half reading my phone. And so I missed that it was even her until midway through their conversation. I was like, yes. that's Antonia. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's she's cool. But it, I, I, you start to wonder what this situation is with him. Yeah. Because you know, Ben seems very, he seems like he's got a lot of shit going on, but he also seems very manipulative to me where he knows what he hangs out with enough women where he knows what they like to hear. Yeah. So he's complimenting Tasha's shoes instead of her outfit. He's saying that he surrounds himself with strong, independent women because he, he wants thinks to be. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he wants oh, to be. Oh, interesting. Interesting. But he's got kind of a weird situation where the very first person he mentions is his best friend, Antonia. And as cool as she is, I, I wonder what their situation is. She is his client. Like he trains her at his gym. So if that's oh. your best friend, like that's how he knows her. He trains her at his gym. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, we did some deep diving. So in, rather than doing his hometown, what what is his real hometown? They did Venice Beach. Ven- it was, yeah, he lives in Venice. He lives in Venice. Yeah. But that's like his hometown is like Indiana doctor, or something. Right? Indiana or something. So then yeah. he went rollerblading like. That'd be like me being like, Los Angeles is like, I'm not from LA. Like my hometown's in Rhode Island. You know, I would do that. Like his Instagram yeah. is all him like lifting weights every day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 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 you know, and we can't all have traditional family situations. And so, yeah, you know, good, good on him for, you know, having the people that he cares about there with him. But yeah, he does. He does seem like just a Venice bodybuilder type. Who's, who's smart enough to have learned how to say the right thing around women to get himself laid, but not in touch with his emotions to be able to access them and to be, have a real deep, meaningful conversation. Right. There's something. He must be the bachelor, y'all. I don't, there's something that I, I don't think also, he ever will be. If he can't, if he can't cry, he will be. the minute oh, yeah, you yeah, say yeah. to the producers, I can't cry. No, like, you're out. Whoa. I feel but he's, but yeah. I feel he sharpened his like woke chameleon skills on the streets yes. of Abikini. You know, outside of Harvey Parker. I right. want to, I do want to kind of give him a hug though. Like, I feel like, I bet you, you do. 
I think there's this guy that feels. I feel you would you would wrap around like his leg, like you'd go up you'd go up to his like inseam. I just want to hug his calf. I feel like I feel like there's something that's like two suicide attempts in the A last two bird. years. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like this guy. There's some hole in his heart mm-hmm. that's that he's chasing something. And then you're like, then you're like, you immediately get on the bachelor, which feels like a really kind of precarious. Yeah. It's it's not good of the producers to put him in that situation. It feels, and you're in a pandemic. I just feel like this poor guy needs a little, like, like he needs some, he needs needs TLC to to come out and sing him a song. He needs TLC. Or to give him a show. Sure. <laughs> you give him a show, or he needs a lady comedian to wrap around his paradise. Like, is what they think. He needs paradise. <laughs> hook, let, let, hook him up with chili. Oh my god! Okay. Don't. not with Andre anymore. In waterfall. Uh, okay, so then, so Antonio was like, "You love her," and it almost felt he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right. I love her." And she's like, "No, it's over. You love her, don't you?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't know." And he says. <laughs> It's the strongest feelings I've ever had for a person is for her. And he's like, you love her. I'm not even lying. You're in love with her. It most reminds me of uh, an American beauty when, um, uh, what's Mina Savar is like, Ooh, you love him. Like, anyway, she was like, you like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm in love with her. I love her. And then, so then you can see him gearing up to do it. And they, Every season, somebody has to choke at the I love you, which hasn't been thrown around much except for by Easy and Bennett. Nobody's been throwing around the I love you. This this season has been at an accelerated pace because they missed four weeks. Yeah. So I just think it's insane for anyone to say I love you at this point. True story. So then, um, so then, except for Claire, who got engaged after two months. And yet they're not married. True story. So then she she pulls him out. They're at the little fountain. She goes, how do you feel? How do you feel? And he's like, I feel, I feel. And then he couldn't tell her. And then he pulled her in for like a kiss. And she was like pissed. And I was like, okay, bye. And then um, he was like, and then he talked about himself. You know, he's going to beat himself up. He goes, in true Ben fashion, I blew it. He goes, I'm in love with her. And I couldn't tell her. I am definitely falling for her. And then she shows up at the rose ceremony in her booming pink dress. And uh, she cut Ben, and then she he they show him like like literally looking like a robot getting driven in donuts around the parking lot. He's like, please um, please pull over to this gas station so I can put oil in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> can you please blow some Carmax into my face? Um, so he's like, I'm heartbroken, but I've been wrong. Oh yeah, so she she shut down. She walked him out. And then she's like, I'm not mad or angry or sad. I'm just empty. And then she was like, please don't, don't, don't be turning me off. She's like, she's like, well, it's been nice to know you. I'm still in love with her. I don't know what to do. And like, and then she, he was like, I'm in shell shock. And then he drove around looking like he was shell shocked. And then he says, she was going to be my wife and the mother of my children. And, uh, and then that was that. So there we go. Mm. Well, his his leap. his goodbye on their date the night before, yeah, was so awkward. He mm-hmm. it, basically he knew what he needed to say, and she wanted to hear him say it. Yes. and then he was just like, "All right, see you later. Take it squeezy." <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, big gulps, yeah, huh? She's, she's All right, done with, she's even done with him. Um, what did you think date. of like Antonia being like you were in love with him? 
I think she's wrapped up in the the stuff, right? She she knows what being on TV, what good TV is. Yeah. I mean, she's right. been on a lot of shows. Yes. You know, I mean, I think I think it's something that you need to say f- sort of for the drama. But, you know, he 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 wasn't. He just, you know, he, he wasn't there yet. And I, I don't know that he'll ever be there, you know, because I think I think he's just used to having really facile relationships with women and sort of like dating them for a month or two and then and then bouncing. Yeah. Well, he's, he's very much a control person, you know, he can control how he looks, he can control what he does. And Mm -hmm. there's saying, I love you is inherently a risk that he's not willing to lose control over because he can't, he can't assume what Tasha's reaction would be to saying something like that. So that's just completely like, you know, antithetical to his entire existence is to take a risk like that. Because I think even if, you know, I don't know if he really does love her, if it's a show or not, but like, that's a thing people do. Like, they just I've I've been in that position, too, where I couldn't quite cross the Rubicon of saying, like, I love you or like, I know that because I didn't know if that was going to open a bunch of shit and then it's going to fuck the other person up or me up and uh, I don't want to deal with it. So if if he is sincere, like, you know, let that be a lesson to a lot of people. Like, you have to learn how to, like, communicate those things because, yeah. yeah, he in the car, he has that line where he's like, oh, my God, did I just completely fuck this up by not telling her I love her and she was waiting for me to say it? I mean, that's yeah, the whole yeah, Bachelorette. Yeah. That's the show. Right. You yeah. gotta yeah. say it. Yeah. Um, you guys, you know, you got me to a thousand by my birthday. You've been writing great reviews. Please keep them coming. We're still at 1.1, but I believe, Katie, Anna, we can get to 1.2 by 2021, don't you think? Absolutely. They are they are on fire. We got so many great ones. Here's one. Here's a five-star review on uh, from Mago79. Something to look forward to. I am embarrassed to admit that I rushed to watch the ridiculousness that is the Bachelor franchise, but I only do so because then I can listen to this podcast as soon as it comes out. I watch the show and I think, I hope they talk about this on the podcast. And more often than not, they do. And they discuss in the most hilarious way possible with Arden's amazing impressions. Meet me in the jacuzzi. Also, they pick up on so many nuances that I miss, provide amazing background facts, especially when Lori is a guest, and they never spoil the show, which I really appreciate as I like to keep it a surprise. Thank you, Arden, Anna, Katie, and all the amazing guests that keep this show so great. Special shout out to new recurring guest Doug Benson, another favorite of mine. Well, that's a lovely review. Doug Benson's been a great addition. We've had a lot of great new uh, newcomers come in and I know we've had Rana is a new one this year. We've got Doug Benson. I mean, Jerry this year has just been like, Jerry has really revolutionized this podcast. Jerry's come a long way. I love how deep in it he is. He's got theories. He's got conspiracies. His texting. He's so cute. He texted me on the sly. I I invited him to do, um, I invited him to do draft picks with us. And he texted me on the sly. He was like, look, I would just really, I want to just be fresh for when they come out of the limos. Like he didn't want to ruin it for himself. How like cute that. is that? He wants the he wants his uh, the first he to have the same first impression of them that Matt does. Yes, yes. Five stars from Max eighty three. I'm addicted. I started watching The Bachelor during Peter season. I found this podcast when I wanted something silly to listen to, and now I'm hopelessly addicted to it. I watched that awful musical version of The Bachelor. Listen to your heart only because I knew Arden and friends would have hilarious commentary on the whole dumpster fire of a show. I'm like a junkie waiting for their next hit as I anxious 
religiously refresh Apple Podcasts over and over to see if the latest episode has dropped. I even purposely wait and watch The Bachelorette a day after it airs so that there'll be less airtime between watching the show and being able to listen to the podcast. During this weird year, we need as much joy and laughter as possible. And this podcast is joyful and hilarious. Oh my God. Can I just say, and again, I think we did 30 more episodes than we normally do, but like you guys, the listeners, this has brought us just as much joy as we hope it brings you. Like I have not felt alone in this strange times, socially distancing. And we all just want to thank you. Truly, this you've been the best, just the best fans of any podcast. Anna, what do you have to say about that? I mean, it's always very validating when <laughs> every five-star review, every nice email is so validating because we watch a lot of TV, baby, so much TV that you're like, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for caring because sometimes you're like, oh, we're two episodes or two, you know, some of these like the three-hour ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. But a lot of work. But which... then the podcasts were fun. So that was the thing. So it was, it was, those were like, those were the slog. But I yeah. also didn't want to leave you guys high and dry during the pandems. Um, yeah. here, here we go. Here's an email. We love your emails, rosepodcast at gmail.com. This is from Lydia Kaiser. Who needs friends when you have this podcast? Hi, I heard Arden when she was a guest on another podcast I love, and she was so funny. I immediately, bought her book and started watching the season of The Bachelorette just so I could listen to Will You Accept This Rose and know what's going on. I never send emails to podcast hosts, but I just wanted to say thank you for your podcast. My friends and I usually get together to watch The Bachelor, and with the pandemic, I've been really missing them as I watch alone. I force my husband to watch with me, but he just doesn't get it. Listening to your podcast makes me feel like I'm back in my friend's basement drinking boxed wine and watching with my gal pals. I laugh along with you and your guests just like it's one big viewing party. So thank you so much for providing the source of camaraderie and comfort during a really stressful time. All the best, Lydia. Lydia, it is our pleasure. Thank you so much. How much do you love Lydia, Katie, Anna? We love Lydia. Lydia is the best. Lydia is the best. Well, you guys, you're lucking out because next week we're going to have, uh, we're going to have two episodes. We're going to do, um, we're going to do fantasy suites and then we're going to do the finale. And don't you worry before Matt James's season comes out, we will be doing draft picks. So all of that and more, we're not leaving you high and dry during these very strange holidays, but we hope you stay safe and, and you can socially distance, but still have fun before we do two of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think is going to win? Scott Ackerman, who's going to win? You're going with Brendan. Uh, I, I'm going with Brendan. I've, I've, I've hoped that she would keep Brendan and Ivan around. She did. I respect her choices, but after this week, I really kind of think that it's between, uh, Brendan and the New York guy. And I think yeah. she has sex with the New York guy and then, uh, doesn't end up with him because she doesn't see herself with him. Um, who's going to be the final two, Brendan and Zach? Yes. Okay. Fortune. Who's your final two? Who's the winner? Uh, the final two are Brendan and Zach. I think the winner is Zach. Okay, Miles, mm. final two mm-hmm. winner. Final two, Zach and Ivan, and Zach wins. I can see that happening. I was worried Brendan wasn't going to get picked. Dr. Tana Banana, who do you think? Final two. God, I think it's uh, Zach and Brendan. Oh, man. I- I've never felt this much... 
Like, I just don't know. Like, it any, makes it a good season. Yeah. Any of these guys could win at this point. Um, yeah, they said it's a tumultuous ending. Chris Harris. Fucking Bennett like, could come back yeah, and like, win somehow. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, exactly. So dramatic. Who do you think's going to win, Tana? Who's going to win? Who's the final two? Who's... Brendan. I hope Brendan. Okay. Katie Levine, final two. Who's going to win? I think final two will be Brendan and Ivan. And then mm. I think Brendan's going to win. That would okay. be a great final two. I, I I like those two guys the most. So the, the, the way I, she was looking at Ivan last night, because at first I was like, at first they seemed really good, and then I was like, oh, you know, at least we weren't seeing them together. So I felt like maybe she wasn't as into him. But the way she kept looking at him last night made me think that maybe she likes him more than we think he we, we think that she does. Okay. So, but I think Brendan's going to take it. I'm going to say final two. I'm going to say Zach. And Ivan, and I'm, I'm going. I'm agreeing with Miles, and I think Zach's going to win. And I, I wish I, I hope I'm wrong. I, Scott, I hope you're right. I hope Brendan. I hope you guys are right. Um, okay, here we go. Here's the name of the game. We're gonna now we're gonna say like six or seven tweets, narrow it down to two, and then we're gonna pick a winner. Here we go. And if you want to participate, you can tweet at me or Anna Hosnie H O S S N I E H or me Art Marine M Y R I N. Do hashtag W Y A T R. I guess Monday and Tuesday next week, just do it before midnight Pacific time. This I, is can't, I can't believe the season's almost over, by the way. I know. It's so crazy. They just jammed it. They're jamming so much in this week and next week. It's like, yeah. it's kind of a perfect holiday season. <laughs> it really <laughs> is, yeah. Because we don't I, normally I, have it this time of year. It's like, yeah. I feel like we got a little bonus. <laughs> okay, this is from I'm Better Than Ben Shapiro at Andrea underscore Shapiro. Once the adults started talking about divorce, I'm sure Brendan's niece was ushered away. Yes, honey, go with a nice PA lady and learn a TikTok dance. <laughs> 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 All right, this is from Katie Katie at Katie from the Block. Zach walking Tasha around the La Quinta in a cardboard New York taxi is proof that he actually actually lives in new jersey (laughs) (laughs) a jersey slam uh this is from laura jean johnson at words by lij not to be dramatic but i would die for ivan's dad a lot of people loved ivan's dad there was a lot of ivan dad love coming Mm -hmm. in the tweets that was just one of the many ivan's dad tweets we got interesting um, this is from Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. Maybe Zach lives in New York City now, but his hometown is actually deep in South Jersey next to Philly. And a Jersey guy pretending to be a New Yorker is always a red flag. And there's an attached map. <laughs> oh, True. wow. Ooh. Deep dive. By the deep way, dive. always attach a map to any. Always yeah. attach to, that's part of your Twitter, Twitter school. Uh, <laughs> That's why I say a tweeter, right? You're a tweeter, school. <laughs> this is from Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. Zach seems to have a bad case of Godfather chin. Oh. He's yeah, he's got that. Wow. And our last one, this is from Liz Tunkel at Jizzy. Oh, no, there's two more. This is from Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. This hometown week at La Quinta clearly pushed the budget and mental capacity of the art department <laughs> to the breaking point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. And uh, then the final one. Oh, no, there's two more. Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. <laughs> Just realizing there was a huge missed opportunity this season. Instead of JoJo's science fair lie detector, they should have let Tasha see the guy's search history during their lockdown period. Would have told her everything she needed to know. 
And then the final one, Lorena at Lorena underscore Reina. I hope Tasha hits a bonus for every time she says, listen to your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'm going to say art department. What other one did you guys I'm going like? to say art department too. Art department for me. Yeah. Art department. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that that's just the winner. All right. That's I'll just be, yeah. Because right, I think winner. we were all really feeling like just knowing the shit they were going through and how yeah. bad it was. Part of me is like, yo, shame on y'all. But also, I get it, it's a pandemic. Like, what the fuck are you yeah. supposed to do? But all right. Yes. Liz Tunkel at Jizzy Lizzy Raps. This hometown week at La Quinta clearly pushed the budget and mental capacity of the art department to the breaking point. You win. Tweet of the week. Scott Ackerman, what would you like to promote? Well, um, you know, I, I would still would love it if people were to watch the Netflix series that I just produced. It's called uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It's an Australian sketch group, and they're really funny. It's very surreal. If you like Tim Robinson's, I think you should leave, and and uh, Tim and Eric type of stuff, you, you'll you like this. Six short episodes. It's really funny. I, I want people to watch that. Great. I love it. Um, Fortune, what would you like to promote? Uh, check out my Netflix special, Sweet and Salty. Uh, I'm on a new Netflix show called The After Party with David Spade and London. Oh, that's Hughes. right. That that's- uh starts January fourth. Uh, and then uh, my Netflix radio show, What a Joke, uh, on Channel ninety three on Sirius XM. I love this, Miles. Where, what would you like to promote? Oh, just a daily zeitgeist. Uh, if you want news and culture and politics and good times, and if you want high takes on reality, then 420 Day Fiance catch me over there, you know, watching all that trash. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Anna, where can people find you? What would you like to promote? I'm at Anna Hosnier on Twitter, and go check out Arden on my podcast, Deckheads, recapping Below Deck. Or you can go to our Patreon and listen to us watch, talk about stripper uh, chocolatiers watching uh, Bachelorette New Zealand. We're soon going to be doing the next season of uh, Bachelor in Paradise Australia, which we're super excited about. Uh, mm. Katie, what would you like to promote? If you live in Georgia, please vote in the uh, special election that is happening right now. You can do early voting. And um, also make sure to shop small this holiday season. My book, Little Miss Little Compton, is available worldwide. You can get it. There's also an audio book. You can get a signed copy from um, Skylight Books in Los Angeles. Uh, So that's about it. You guys, what a pleasure. You guys were so great. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. One more time, Scott Ackerman, Fortune Feimster, Miles Gray. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you for having me. Will you please come back for the hunk that is Matt James? That's going to be a fun. They got the nice resort, too. That looks like a nice Oh, are they in a different place? Yeah, they're at that place. Do you remember... It was during JoJo's season. It's in Pennsylvania, but it's supposed to be gigantic. Oh. And, and remember when she I had I may that- have looked it up in order to see yeah. if ne- I could go vacation. Nima Cullen, Nima Cullen Resort. So, oh, like, yeah. it was when she was with that guy, Luke, and they had, like, a hot tub out in the woods, and he got shirtless and, like, chopped logs, and they, it was, like, a wood-powered... <laughs> he took a huge uh, shit? Is that what you mean? <laughs> he took a huge deuce, and it powered the hot tub. Um, oh, all right, you guys. Until next time, my name is Artem Marine. Stay safe, wear a mask, have fun. Bye. 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 Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? 
Except This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. <sighs> 